Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. It was decided by the toss of a coin. The coin toss is a familiar ritual. It has been used to settle disagreements or to make random determinations since Roman times. Around the world, elections that have resulted in a tie vote have been settled by a coin toss. There is even an example of a disputed lottery prize being awarded based on the flip of a coin. But it is in the world of sports that the coin toss is most often seen. At the beginning of a football game, the coin toss determines who will get the ball first. In a similar way, the order of play in international cricket is determined by the flip of a coin. These randomized selections can have huge implications to the outcome of the games or matches. Even the event of the coin toss has gained its own rituals and traditions, as special coins are sometimes minted for sports events such as the Super Bowl. But one coin toss in particular holds great importance and historical significance. It was held in the fall of 1969 in an office in New York with Ogden Phipps, Alfred Vanderbilt, and Arthur Hancock in attendance. No crowd witnessed the coin flying through the air, and no camera was present to record the event or in film. Vanderbilt tossed the coin, and Ogden Phipps won the toss. What was being decided was who got to choose between two horses. The loser was left with an as-yet-unborn foal of a mare named Something Royal. When it was born in 1970, would be known as Secretariat and become known as the greatest racehorse in history. The toss of a coin or the idea of chance is a factor in all of our lives. It is also a subject that is brought up in the Bible. We have been talking about the book of Ecclesiastes and the words of the wise King Solomon. He discusses many topics that make up our world and life today, topics that can help us put things into perspective. He talks about political corruption. He talks about corporate success. He talks about people being hurt by bad leadership, all themes that resonate with us today. One of those topics is the idea of chance. This is from chapter 9. Again, I saw that under the sun, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge, but time and chance happen to them all. The first thing in this verse is the phrase we discussed last podcast, this idea of under the sun. This is taking the position of only examining life without considering God or eternity. We will return to this phrase later as it sets the rest of the verse into perspective. As far as what is meant by the swift, the strong, the wise, these are those that, as we look at the situation, are the best. This is a common discussion in sports broadcasting and historical discussions. Who was the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the greatest pitcher in baseball, who was the great general in history, who was the greatest genius of all time? Was it Sir Isaac Newton? Was it Einstein? Was it Madame Curie? These are discussions that take place every day, and there is never a resolution to it at all. 
except for possibly one. In 1973, the racehorse known as Secretariat did something that had not been done for 25 years. He won the Triple Crown. This means Secretariat won three races in a row, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness Stakes, and the Belmont Stakes. Since then, four other horses have won the Triple Crown, but not in the same way. Secretariat ran each of these three races in the fastest time ever seen. Faster than any other horse in the history, faster by a lot. In a race that should have been the toughest, the Belmont, Secretariat managed to run each portion of the race faster than the one before. Even as the jockey Ron Turcott was trying to slow him down after crossing the finish line, he still ran the next section faster than the one before. Watching all of this was Penny Chinnery, the owner of Secretariat, the horse that was the loser of the flip of the coin. Did anyone curse fate or complain and quote, life's not fair when they lost the coin toss? No one has reported that, but what seems like an unfair turn of chance became a legendary victory. This is the problem with seeing and passing judgment from a personal perspective. The challenge is not to decide if life is fair or unfair, but to set aside the expectation that life is going to be fair. That is the main point of this statement by King Solomon. We should not expect that the balance sheet of fairness to be even, because we can become disillusioned when it is not. Solomon is warning us against that kind of thinking. For one thing, fair and unfair are very subjective or dependent on a person's point of view. One person's victory is another person's defeat. Even the greatest and best team can lose a game. The strongest man can be hurt and made weak. The fastest runner can have a bad day. Even Secretariat lost the Wood Memorial, the warm-up race just before the Kentucky Derby. Second, we cannot see all of the implications of an event. An executive had been booked for months for a training at his corporate headquarters. At the last minute, a personal issue arose and the trip had to be postponed. The executive was angry at the unfairness of missing out on this trip. He had been scheduled to start the training on the 101st floor of the World Trade Center, South Tower, at 9 a.m. on September 11th, 2001. No one on that floor survived the terrorist attack that day. What had been an unfair cancellation had saved this man's life. To help understand this, let's look at the next verse. Solomon says, Moreover, man does not know his time. Like fish caught in a treacherous net and birds trapped in a snare, so the sons of men are ensnared at an evil time when it suddenly falls on them. No matter what event overtakes someone, bad things can happen with little or no warning. Tornadoes strike and volcanoes erupt. Wars come to places that have seen war for thousands of years, then war can come to a place that has been at peace for just as long. Put your finger down on a globe and you have a pretty good chance of pointing to a place where the innocent or unsuspected have died. Even over water, this is true. Think of the tragedy of the Titanic. Solomon says to us, don't you know that tragedy happens? If we are looking at this 
with the point of view of under the sun, in other words, looking at things without considering God, it would seem hopeless. Bad things do happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Nothing looks fair or equal. But let's turn towards another flip of a coin or a game of chance. Remember we said that the flip of a coin had existed since Roman times. Roman soldiers were tasked with an unpleasant duty and execution detail. They cast lots for the only asset the condemned men had, their clothes. But at that moment, the ultimate act of unfairness or injustice was being committed. These soldiers were tasked with killing an innocent man, one that had only done good as he preached among the people. If fairness was the objective of God, his son would not be dying for sin that he had not committed. The soldiers did not see this, but it was there. Instead, the God of heaven is determined that what is unfair, unjust, and ungodly in this life, that it have a solution. That solution is mercy, grace, and forgiveness. Time and chance cannot spoil the salvation found in Jesus. It was unfair for the Christians to die by being fed to wild animals, but they knew that the injustice and unfairness would only last a moment. Then it would be wiped away by the love of God for his people and in a reward in heaven. Solomon says he had seen the strong, the swift, and the wise. He had seen them all lose. If the only thing that we can see is what is under the sun, then we have missed all that really matters. Our fate and happiness should not be at the whim of chance, but put into the hands of the living God of heaven, the God that loves us. In him, there is no doubt. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.